Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and computer commander. I'm also a huge history nerd. I love untold stories, gross facts, and secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's dig into today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so. Don't leave too soon, I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough Gonna go a year till you've had enough, it's 365 Today in 1982, a 15-year-old was bored on winter break from Mount Lebanon High School in Pennsylvania and he created a new kind of virus, the computer virus. The teen's name was Richard Scarenta, and his virus was called Elk Cloner. It was 400 lines long and disguised as an Apple boot program, which was a startup assistant. The author thought of it as a dumb, practical joke, having no idea what the computer virus would come to signify. It attached itself to an early Apple system, the Apple DOS 3.3, and spread by floppy disk. Scarenta was already making himself a reputation as a video game prankster. He would share his gaming software after altering it to show taunting messages during the game. As one might expect, his friends got annoyed and some stopped trading games with him. Scarenta wanted to continue his pranking ways after his friends decided to stop being prank victims, so he decided he wanted to find a way to prank floppy disks without actually owning or touching them. His experiments led to his creation of the Elk Cloner. He got it on other computers by leaving residue in his school's Apple computer's operating systems. Students who didn't do a clean reboot when they put their disks in on the computers were at risk of catching the virus. The infected computers displayed a poem on every 15th reboot. The program with a personality. It will get on all your disks. It will infiltrate your chips. Yes, it's cloner. It will stick to you like glue. It will modify RAM too. Send in the cloner. The virus was a success, at least in terms of how many computers it infected. It got to the computers of almost everyone Scarenta knew, and lots of people he didn't know who were associated with his school. Of course, this may have been one of the first computer viruses, but it was far from the only one. Computer viruses changed and grew and mutated in many ways in the years since. Here's a few more interesting cases from the years following Elk Cloner. In 1986, the first virus for MSDOS was created and spread, simply titled Brain. What it did was overwrite the boot sector on a floppy disk, which prevented the computer from booting up. Two brothers from Pakistan wrote it, and originally intended it as a copy protection. The first computer virus that spread far beyond its origin was the Morris in 1988. It was written by a student at Cornell University named Robert Morris, and he wanted to use the program to figure out the size of the internet. He didn't intend it to be a virus. I'm sensing this as a theme. He used security holes in SendMail, a Unix application. Unix was a popular operating system in the late 80s and early 90s. It still exists today, but it's much less widely used. Morris used it to figure out common weak passwords. During the programming, however, he made a mistake and it ended up spreading too fast and got out of control and messed with the operations of the computers it infected. It messed with 15,000 computers in 15 hours. At the time, that was nearly everyone who was on the internet. Oh my, how times have changed. As time went on, computer viruses grew in their ability to harm and multiply. In 1991, a virus called Michelangelo started in Australia. It didn't do anything for most of the year, but then every year on March 6th, it would overwrite 100 lines of storage devices with zeros, which stopped the computers from turning on. About 20,000 computers were infected. The person who made it 
didn't name it Michelangelo, rather the person who discovered that it came alive on Michelangelo's birthday, March 6th, gave it that name. In 1998, the virus CIH infected 60 million computers and damaged them extensively by overwriting system files. It was created by a student in Taiwan. Students sure did like making viruses in the early days of computers, or accidentally spreading viruses, as the case may be. The next year, the Melissa virus was released and became the first word macro virus to go widespread. This means that it used the macros, or a series of commands grouped together to accomplish a computer task automatically, to utilize the quick spread of the virus. It spread via email, and it would send itself to the first 50 people in the recipient's Outlook address box. It sent out passwords for erotic websites, but since the websites required membership, it didn't harm the computers beyond annoyance. But it did cause so much email traffic that some email servers crashed. Still a relatively new service. They couldn't handle the kind of volume that they can now. Most of these viruses that I've talked about are pretty pesky and pretty low risk in the grand scheme of things. Today, however, computer viruses are much more advanced and can veer into the dangerous and criminal areas. Luckily, antivirus software is popular and prevalent and can protect most users from viruses. Other than antivirus software, there's a few other things that you can do to avoid computer viruses. Don't open email attachments from unknown senders, be careful about what websites you visit, and be wary of downloading free software. Our computers may be smart, but they're still just machines, and we have to help protect them. Now let's go from computers to music. Today, in 1984, Kid Cudi was born. Kid Cudi is, of course, not his birth name. He was born Scott Raymond Seguro Miscuddy in Cleveland, Ohio. The Cudi in Kid Cudi comes from his last name, Miscuddy. He was the youngest of four siblings. His father died when he was just 11 years old, and it had a significant effect on his music as he grew older. His debut single, Day and Night, was a breakout hit and still slaps to this day. I used to be in a dance program, and Kid Cudi was one of the favorite artists for songs to choose and dance to, <laughs> so I've listened to my fair share of Kid Cudi music. Cudi has released six solo albums and collaborated with a number of other artists, including joint albums with Kanye West. He sold 16 million records in the U.S. and has been awarded two Grammys. And now for today's final segment, I'm going to go back into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a January 30th in my life. Oh, kind of a wholesome memory, smaller memory, but on January 30th, 2017, I was in a marine ecology class and we were studying sea snails. So I have a bunch of photos here of sea snails that I was taking care of in my class. And they're so cute and really small. I used to be scared of snails when I was little. Um, and I just, I remember being marine ecology, I think I gained a newfound appreciation for a lot of different animals that I was fearful of, just because they're so small and they're just minding their own business. They're just trying to do their thing. They're not there to hurt you. They just vibe. And sea snails are so cute. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow. You can go ahead and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow at 365 Days MXM Tune on your preferred social media platforms. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.